Hello and welcome to the report 22 of the Swine Disease Reporting System. My name is Daniel Linhares at Iowa State. Hello, my name is Giovanni Trevisan from Iowa State. And today, lots to talk about. Per season is here. Uh, also PD, Delta, and TGE. At least in the Grow Finish uh, area, right, Giovanni? A lot of, lot of activity in, the, in Grow Finish. And we are also going to talk about increased diagnosis of a few respiratory pathogens, as well as uh, rotavirus and streptococcus suis. So let's start, as usual, here with the domestic disease monitoring report, which is about detection of pathogens, uh, nucleic acid by PCR. Uh, and that's the page two of the report, and, the, and that page covers information about PERS virus. So, uh, in the PERS page here, the take-home of this page, a lot of information here in the page, uh, is that percentage of cases testing positive for PERS RNA by uh, quantitative PCR is on the rise, but still within the expected boundaries based on, for, uh, on your forecasting model, Giovanni. Uh, so, what what uh, what else can you talk about it? This increase in the percentage of positive cases is still within the predicted, but there is a trend for increased detection in the winter marked animals. That is, for the fourth consecutive month, it is increasing, and for the second consecutive month, it is increasing the adult south farms as well. So this uh, is following the trend of an increase in the winter market animals is preceding increasing in south farms. If you look for the MSHIM report and compare with it in the last four, few weeks there is four to five south farms outbreaks. So looks like the comparison between the two data sets are increasing in detection in the SDRS it agrees with the increased number of the outbreaks in the MSHIM uh, farms. So based on this, the advisory council raised the concept that there is the need at this momentum to uh, com better comply with biosecurity measures mm -hmm. for people movement between farms, for maintenance guys, and for truck movements for animal movement and our feed delivery. So this compliance with biosecurity could prevent the spread of the virus across farms. Yeah, pretty good point, right? That's, uh, like you said, pretty dramatic here, looking at the report since July, the number of, of cases testing positive by PCR coming from growth finished animals, uh, it's in, increasing almost in a, uh, a linear, linear trend. And it's a good reminder that it's that time of the year Temperatures are colder, so good for virus uh, survivability. So good, good, uh, good piece of advice that we got from our advisory council to remind people about the importance of biosecurity and prevent further spread of the virus. Anything else in the first page? No, for per page that this is what we have to point out at this report. Okay. So next page is the page three of the report and talks about detection of enteric coronaviruses by PCR. And uh, 
take home of the page here, looking at the charts, it's pretty obvious here that detection of uh, Delta coronavirus as well as uh, PD virus is within the forecast on your, on your model, but with some spikes, right? In other words, detection above the expected in a few weeks from cases of a few states. So tell us more about it. This increase in detection of the enteric coronavirus is basically in winter marked animals. And there is a, a strong detection coming from Iowa and there is signals coming from Kansas uh, for increased detection as well. So most driven by this age category and it's consistent both agents in the last month. And so, and, uh, and how about TGE? It's also part of this page uh, showing here, looking at the charts that the number of cases, uh, the number of cases for TGE has been very low for the past four or five years, right? So, so there is no forecasting mo uh, model for, for this agent. But anyways, just looking at the, the numbers of PCR positive cases, uh, it's pretty obvious here that in November, oh, sorry, in 2019, it has been higher than previous year with about four cases testing positive by PCR per month. And in November, there were seven cases testing PCR positive. Um, what else do we know based on about those TG positive cases? The major number of cases uh, positive for TG came from the winter market animals as the other entire coronavirus. The major number was also came in from Iowa. The, in this report, for example, uh, most of them came in from Iowa, but we see some other uh, detection in other states. For example, we saw some in Minnesota and Indiana. In the other months, we saw some in different mm -hmm. states like South Dakota, but the major of those are uh, detected in Iowa. Okay, so both on the first page and these enteric coronaviruses, we're seeing a lot of activity, not only, but, but uh, um, mostly from growth finish animals, right? So that reminds us about biosecurity again, it's the time of the year, a lot of activity of birds uh, and the enteric coronaviruses in growth finish animals. So good opportunity to revisit uh, biosecurity um, from and to biosecurity, uh, sorry, uh, growth finish sites. All right, so moving to the fourth page of the report, which is about detection of mycoplasma pneumonia by PCR. And so also based, uh, also the detection of mycoplasma pneumonia DNA by PCR is also within the expected, uh, based on your forecasting model, but it's on the upper limits, right? We, and it does have a few spikes. So uh, tell us more about it, Giovanni. This uh, increasing detection of uh, mycoplasma hormonia in that week that had the spike was basically cases that came from winter market animals. But if you look for the week 46, we did not detect a spike, but that was a very high detection in adult cell farm animals at that week basically 50% of the cases tested was positive for mycoplasma hyaluronic coming from adult cell farm. And that was the mm -hmm. highest detection for one single week in the last four years. And when we look for 
disease diagnosed reports at Iowa State video only, mm-hmm. there was an increased number of diagnoses for mycoplasma hemorrhage during October. All right, so that's a good uh, transition here, moving from the domestic uh, disease monitoring report, which is based on PCR, to the domestic uh, disease monitoring, sorry, to the uh, disease diagnosis report, which is based on diagnostic codes and based on actual disease, which is beyond detection. And you just said that there was a spike or uh, increased in the number of cases uh, diagnosed with mycoplasma pneumonia disease. What else did you, what else is relevant, uh, Giovanni, on that disease diagnosis report? Uh, relevant meaning what has been diagnosed uh, above expected levels based on the, on the, on the monitoring algorithms that, that we've been using. That was additionally true for PERS virus, influenza A, streptococcus, pastorella multocida, and rotavirus. The advisory council did provide us the feedback that these detections are occurring in different herds and are part of the basically complex respiratory disease uh, syndrome, and there is no need to raise concerns about alarming some uh, high geographic detection of these agents, but that the need for monitoring to detect these agents else did increase the number of diagnoses for these agents at this period of the year, and that it's according to the expected in the field. All right. So anything, anything else that uh, we should cover? That's it for this report. So that's about all we have for uh, for today for the report 22. Appreciate your your feedback. Just a quick reminder: uh, those reports, the PDF reports, are available in the Chic website, swinehealth.org, and uh, the 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 reports as well as the online interactive dashboards and the audio reports are also available in our group's website. Uh, which is www.fieldepi.org slash SDRS. Uh, Thanks again. See you next month. Thank you. See you next month.